All right, so welcome to our first podcast, and hopefully many more to come, God willing. I'm going to say our because this is our podcast, okay? Um, I'm going to introduce myself as a beautifully flawed individual, you know, someone that's just living her everyday life, okay? And uh, <laughs> I was really impressed at first of how to do this. You know, I know that God spoke a word to me and put this on my heart, and I I was pressed on how to do this, but uh, this this verse is what came to me, and I'm going to read it to y'all. It's in Second Chronicles chapter 20, and it's verse 15, and it said, He said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And I really feel like that was my verse. And I was just like, oh, okay, let me breathe. Let me woosah and let me get it out. <laughs> so, you know, God's been speaking to me. And I was like, well, what is it that you want me to speak over? Like, what do I, where do I start? And the verses that, you know, kind of popped up, it's going to be, I'm going to be speaking on Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. And then we'll speak on 25. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and read those verses to you. So in Isaiah verse 18 and 19, it says, But forget all that it is. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And verse 25 says, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. So those verses 18 and 19, it made me think of this dream. This I'm going to say revelation, but it made me think of what God had kind of revealed to me the other night. And um, in this dream, I saw all the planets aligned and I saw one big planet over all those planets and you know, here lately, I've really been feeling like God is calling his children. Like he's calling his children. He's either trying to make you wake up or, you know, whatever it may be. But God wants his children. He is calling his children because I feel like he's about to do something on this earth. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, you know, I'm I'm not new on this journey, but I'm new on truly, truly walking this journey. And so when I read that verse, I never really... I've never really read that verse, but it just hit me when I was deciding to record this podcast and I kind of put that dream and that verse together. And I'm like, what? Like, okay, you know, but um, I really feel like God's about to call his children or he's already begun. He's already begun to call his children. And I'm not saying, oh, you know, God's coming and, you know, nothing like that, because, you know, I can't predict the future. But I know right now that he wants us to I'm correct. <laughs> so, I, you know, if I must say, I'm sure y'all get those terms, you know, but uh, let's talk on verse 25 for a minute. It says, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. You know, so I was like, okay, well, what exactly is a sin? You know, what's a sin? And uh, in the Greek, it says it's translated into punishment, you know, sin is a punishment. But then when I was looking it up even more, I got out of it 
and it says, uh, let me read this part to you. It says, what exactly is a sin? Okay, so it says, a sin truly is. It means to miss the mark or to fall short of God's level of perfection, to break God's commands. And now when we hear commands, I'm sure you think, you know, because I thought of God's Ten Commandments automatically, you know, in the Old Testament. But to miss the mark is what stood out at me. And it, it that means to simply means to miss what God's plans are for you. You know, your true purpose on this earth. See, God has a purpose for each and every one of us. But the enemy, he comes in forms of distraction. So let's not use sin for now. I'm going to say distraction, okay? So do you know that God can turn all your distractions into good? And what I mean by that is, I simply mean he has a way of turning all bad things for our good. But only if you listen, though, you know, you can't continue to sin and think it's okay, think it's all right. Because then instead of it being used for your good, it'll just continue to be a distraction. It'll continue to be a sin and it'll just continue to bring you down. You know, so you got to learn the lesson of it. And all bad that we've done, all sins that we've done, I'm sure you've learned some type of lesson out of it, okay? Whether you've used that lesson for your own good or you continue to do bad, either way, you begin to see a different way of how to approach that same distraction, that same sin. You, you know, you turn it for your good or you make it bad. And when I say bad, I mean that you find a different way or like a sneaky way to try and do it again or you know or get away with something instead of simply learning that lesson from it feeling whatever it brought to you feeling the hurt or the pain or the emptiness whatever it brought to you and just simply walking away from it so you know it made me think that you know i'm gonna read that verse again to you i yes i alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again and now when he said blot when he said blot think of what blot means to you okay because when i read that what came into my mind was when i was a child and you know i'm sure i know i was not the only one don't even play with me but you know when you get a pen and when you were a child, you know, in school or whatever you were doing. And you got a pen and we used to chew on them, chew on the ends of the pens and stuff. And that pen looked perfectly fine. Like, it didn't look like nothing was wrong with it. But as soon as you started writing with it, all these ink blots and stuff started coming out, huh? And it would just mess your paper up. It would just mess your wording up, you know. And so you simply have to throw that pen away, throw that paper away, and start brand new. Start fresh, you know. And so that's what... It made me think of when he said blot. It made me think that, you know, y- you can start over, you know, you're renewed, you're fresh and that he doesn't want to see his children in a negative light. Like, that's what it made me think of. But um, he does know, you know, that we have a choice. He gave us a choice. And with that choice, it made me think of this question. And the question is. The promises that God has promised compared to the promises of men. And when I say men, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying men and women, like us as a whole human race, okay? What's the consequences and what's truly asked? And, of course, I got to answer my question, right? And I believe the promise that God has given is eternal love and that he will always view you 
of you as how he created us. He'll never forsake us and forsake, you know, he'll never leave you. And the promises of man is something that they can't uphold. And not because, you know, we don't want to, but simply because we don't have the ability to because it's of this earth, you know. As an example, you know, you can't control when they pass away. You can't control when you pass away. You can't control what's going to happen tomorrow. You can't con- take away somebody's sickness, you know. You can't, you, can't, you can't do those things. But our father... You know, our father, he can. Our father has the ability to do those. Our father controls when we pass away. Our father controls what our tomorrow is going to be, you know. So I believe the consequences of man, it's hurt. It's shame. It's disappointment, you know. Uh, some of us lose ourselves in other people. And then we start, We then you start committing sins, you know, simply because of disappointment or because of broken promises, and the consequences that come with God's promises to me, there really are none. You know, he says that if you love him, he will love you back even more. And he has that desire for us. And I suggest y'all read Romans 8, 38, uh, read Romans 8, verse 38 and 39, because he simply breaks it down as so much he loves you. And it's beautiful. Like, it's really beautiful. And so, excuse me. Oh, that's another thing. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to correct anything on here. Like I told you, I'm new. I'm learning. This is my walk on my, you know, my journey. And I'm just asking you to walk with me. Okay. So I'm not perfect. So this podcast is not going to be perfect. I'm not going to keep editing it and all that stuff. Like I said, I want my father to flow through me, less of me and more of him. So if it's messed up, it's messed up. (laughs) Okay. But um, compared to what man has made the promise and what God has given us, what's truly worth upholding in your opinion? You know, what's, what, what's truly worth upholding? And I want, I want your questions. I want your responses on that because I really want to know, you know. Uh, and it made me think of this. One night before I fell asleep, I asked God in a prayer. I was like, what is it that you want us to know? And you know what's crazy is I woke up and right dead in my sleep and I wrote this response and I keep a journal next to me, you know, because I like to write my dreams. I like to write my prayers. I like to write the responses, you know, things like that. So I suggest y'all get you a journal and start doing the same, you know, write your prayers down, write your thoughts, write your dreams, you know, all that good stuff. Because, you know, our father talks to us and all different ways and all different forms but uh (laughs) the response that he gave me and this is a little sloppy so if I mess up you know remember I was you know half asleep but uh if I mess up okay but uh this is what the response that it says it says that he loves you your sins are washed that you are pure his love is beautiful and forever and that's exactly how I wrote it and I was like, man, like, why not trust it? We trust and we believe in so many more things that, that harm us, that aren't for our good. So instead of just a simple promise that God made, you know, that he will take you to into internal glory. So, you know, like I said, I was scared and I was pressed on how to do this and it kept messing with me. And I can't tell you how many times I said, no, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. But God, our father, he put a word on me. He put a promise in my heart and I challenge you, I challenge you 10 days, try it and pray, 
talk to our father and simply listen, you know, ask our father, what's our purpose? You know, throughout the day, talk to him in your mind. You know, if you have a time, you know, drop down to your knees and really talk to him. Open your heart up when nobody's around and cry out to our Lord. Ask him, what is my purpose here on this earth? You know, what was I created to do before you formed me in my mother's womb? Who do you see me as? You know, ask him those questions because he will answer you. And uh, ask him, you know, what's your assignment? You know, because we all have an assignment. And trust me, I'm learning. I just learned what my assignment was. You know, so walk with me and trust in the Lord. And let's get out, let's all get in on figuring what our purpose is. You know, pray and open your heart and hear the Lord so we can do amazing work up on this earth. Um, and when you pray, you pray in Jesus Christ's name, okay? So he can truly hear you because he gave his only begotten son for our sins. You know, every sin that you've created and that you will continue to create, he already knew what you were going to do. You know, our our God isn't somebody that's sitting here thinking day to day on what to do. He ain't sitting here, you know, thinking on the fly. You know, when he gave his son to be crucified, it's because he already knew of all the sins that we would create. You know, he thinks generations, you know, centuries, you know, he thinks beyond what we can even fathom. You know, so when you pray, you pray in Jesus Christ's name so he can truly hear you. And I challenge you 10 days. And before I, before I close this out, uh, I wanted to read Psalms 23 to y'all real quick, okay? And it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Like, that's beautiful, right? So 10 days, I challenge you, you know, walk with me on this journey. And you're beautifully and flawed, Shativa. And I'll see y'all next time.